Your career is up to you. You are, to quote the great Henry Cloud, ridiculously in charge. I had a conversation last week with a leader, younger leader, who is having a uh, really a little bit of a hard time at work saying, I'm, I'm in, I feel like I've kind of been promoted a couple times. I'm good at what I do. And yet I, I see there's runway in front of me. How do I stay patient? It was such a great question because all of us are in a similar situation. We may not be young and we may not be uh, in, a, in a spot where we think it would be promoted again, but all of us in our work have this tendency or this temptation, I guess you would say, to, to just lose sight and lose perspective on what we're really trying to do. Here on the show, the last few weeks, we've been talking about chasing greatness, and I believe greatness is available to every single person. In, in fact, I would go so far as to say it's in you. It's in every single listener on the show, and we're here trying to help you unleash that. So as you think about greatness, remember our definition of greatness is, is not just about you being great or achieving or accomplishing or earning. Those things are all great, and they're important, but being great really is about helping other people be great, creating a great culture. There's so many other facets and aspects to it. And one of the things that that is important for us to understand is just this perspective about our career. So we're going to talk about that some today. Uh, please help us continue to, to spread the word, share the content, the YouTube channel, all the things that we got going on. So many people listen now and reaching out. If you've got questions, Hit us up with those. You can you can find those uh, links in the show notes to to send us uh, an email or if you got a question, we'd love to address some of those. We're going to be addressing some questions here in just a few weeks, but the next few weeks we've got some cool stuff planned for you. Today we're talking about a, a job that maybe you feel like it's sort of a dead end situation. You may be in charge of the company, and all of a sudden you're you're wondering what do I do now? What's next? I'm maybe you're an entrepreneur at heart. You want to start something else, and you you know now you've created something. You got to maintain it. Uh, there's there's so much that is as at play when we think about our work, and it really does boil down a lot of times to these mundane days where we don't feel like we're making a difference. We're not really sure. And, and the question came up, we were having a conversation with our team recently. One of the guys said, there's a, he was telling me about a book of leading when you're not in charge. And I read a book years ago called leading from the second chair. There's so many times when you are, uh, when you're really, you'd feel like you're not in charge. And I want to remind you again, as Henry Cloud says, you are ridiculously in charge. You actually are in charge, whether you have the position or the title or not, you're in charge of your own career. So let's talk about that a little bit today. This young leader is asking me, like, what do I do? How do I, how do I navigate this? I felt like I wanted to be in this spot. And I, and I just reminded the guy, I said, you know, while you're in the so-called wilderness, while you're in the mundane, while you're in the waiting, there's so many good things you can do to prepare yourself for, for down the road. What's now really is about what's later. And what you do today to grow yourself when you're in the wilderness is going to prepare you to be able to handle something later on. So no matter whether you're the owner of the company, you're the leader of the family, you're you're the coach of the team, you can have the highest position in your scenario, whatever that is, and you still have the, really, I would say, responsibility, the higher you are in, in an organization or a, a relationship, you have the responsibility to grow. The people who are the most mature in the company really should be growing the most. They should be setting the pace for everyone else. So today I'm going to ask you to, to kind of do a little heart search and say, am I really growing in the midst of maybe obscurity? What feels like obscurity? Maybe nobody sees me. If I'm in charge, nobody sees me. If I'm brand new, sometimes nobody sees me. 
And, and I think that's a really good question. So I've got my, my buddy, Scott Morgan. You've heard from Scott a couple of times these last few weeks. And uh, Scott's just been battling COVID, actually, a few uh, couple of weeks ago. And he's, he's back going strong now. I'm going to bring him into our conversation. And, Scott, you, you've spent so much time coaching young leaders. He's one of our, our coaches. He works with lots of next-generation leaders as well, not just executives and business leaders at the highest level. But he's worked a lot with people who, who feel like they're in the beginning stages of their career. And, Scott, you also – I know in your own career, you've had times where you have have not been in charge. You've had all this bandwidth and all this ability to lead at a really high level, and yet I've watched you serve faithfully uh, in, in so many positions along the way. When you were first starting out all the way to now, you could be running everything we're doing, and and yet you still have this humble spirit about you, and yet you you know you have all this, uh, this ability. So what do you say to the person out there who is in a spot – they feel like they want that next spot. They want to be promoted. They want to be in charge of something more. Uh, can you speak to how they really are in charge of their own life and leadership in the spot that they're in, regardless of their title? Talk to us about that. So what do you do if you're in an organization right now and you just feel buried in the organization? You know you've got the ability to lead, but you don't necessarily have the opportunity uh, that you know that you want. Well, here's the bottom line. What I would say is I'd say there's three things that you want to do. Uh, first of all, you want to prepare. You want to look one or two levels above you and make sure you understand what that person's role and what their goals are for that particular position. Learn as much as you can there. Secondly, you want to pursue opportunity. You want to lean into new opportunities in the workplace and especially opportunities or promotions that stretch you. And then finally, third, uh, be patient. If I could go back and tell myself anything about uh, organizations I've worked in in the past, it's that I wish I was more patient. I wish I wouldn't have rushed promotions and tried to instill my will into those particular situations. And so, again, if you feel buried in the organization and you feel like you, you have the ability to lead but maybe don't have the opportunity yet, prepare, pursue, and patient. I think those things will really help you with your perspective. That's great stuff. So as you're listening to Scott and, and as you're hearing some of that, so what do you do with that? I, I don't want you just to listen here and not be like going and trying to do something different. Is there is there one of the things he said there that you would say, I need to flip my perspective. I need to think a little differently as, as I go into it. Now, as we continue this conversation, I'm going to bring Scott back in here uh, because some of us are listening and truthfully, we have tried to stay the course and we have committed to growing and we have tried to better ourselves and yet the truth is some of us have been doing that for a while and we've gotten to a place where it was a dead end scott i know a few years ago you were in a in a spot that ended up being a i'll call it a dead end in your career you just felt like you, you'd done everything you could you'd given it all you had uh, you had to make a hard call you had to leave that situation uh, and that was right before you actually, thankfully, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did because it gave you really the bandwidth to join our team. And uh, it's just been so cool to have you here. I guess you've been a little over three years. We just celebrated an anniversary, which was cool. 
But uh, can you talk to us about what happens when you get to a point, you've done all you can, and it's time to leave? I want to have a little bit of this conversation here as, as we go. Can you, can you speak to that uh, for a second? Well, what happens when you know you need to leave an organization? Well, there's four things that I would encourage you uh, to just think about doing uh, when you are weighing out that decision. And the first is to reflect Find yourself a quiet space, a quiet day, maybe a half day or a full day, and reflect by creating a pros and cons list. What's great about your current position? What's not so great? And then what would be great about that new opportunity uh, that you're maybe thinking about pursuing? So reflect and then discuss. Discuss with with what John Maxwell would say is uh, like the law of the inner circle, the trusted people in your life that you feel like you can be completely transparent with. And they're not only gonna tell you the truth and and tell you maybe what you wanna hear, but they're also gonna tell you what you need to hear. Then third is to plan. Are you gonna stay or are you gonna go? Just be honest about where you are and what your plan is. And then finally, act, act. If you've worked through those three things, you can have boldness in that decision and belief that if you've decided it uh, f- through those three filters, reflect, discuss, and plan, you can act with the belief that this is, in fact, the best decision. And then I think the last thing I would say is do what you can to leave well. I wish I would have done that more in my career when I left a position. I wish I would have been more kind, more respectful and more loving towards others. Unfortunately, that's a lot easier said than done, but it's not impossible. So when you know you need to leave, uh, reflect, discuss, plan, and act, and then leave well. Scott, most of the people we work with are, um, are, are at some point in their career, they're, they're, they're upside down, they've lost heart, they've, you know, how do you how do you stay in the game? Speak a little more to this idea of being resilient and staying in the game, staying motivated. I know you've you've had sometimes you've had to do that. I've had times I've had to do that. Uh, we work with all kind of people who are who are struggling right now at mid levels in a place. Even even some first time leaders they get in and they go this is not what I thought and they're really good at doing something. They get put in charge of something, and now they're struggling. Uh, what the listener who's out there right now who feels like they're just really struggling to stay the course, what do you say to them? How do they, what can we do to, to stay in the fight here? When you're struggling to stay resilient, there's a couple things that I would suggest. First of all, take a retreat, pull back, get away from the day to day and try to do a couple things on that retreat. First of all, rest. We live in such a fast-paced society and such a demanding society that we're pulled in all sorts of different directions. And to be honest with you, we don't take the opportunity to rest as much as we should. The next thing I would say is uh, make sure you uh, recreate. Make sure you uh, take walks or go running, uh, biking, hiking, whatever it is for you that will help you Uh, recreate, do those things. And then next, restore yourself, clear your mind, try to offload all of the uh, 
negative things and the negative influences that oftentimes will fill our mind, especially when we're having trouble staying resilient. And then finally, out of that retreat, uh, reset, reset, focus on that which you know is most important in your life and uh, day in and day out, focus on that mission, focus on that goal, if you would, focus on that which is most important. I really do think doing these things will help you in staying resilient. That's, that's so good. That's so good. So uh, for those of you who are listening and you are really struggling right now, I would, in- I would just encourage you, don't think that, that what's now is all there is. There, there's times when you know we're just early in our career, or maybe we're in the middle of our career, and there's still stuff coming. In fact, most of us listening, you will have another job at some point. You, either where you are, the courage to stay, you, you need to have that, but there's, you, you need to be so good where you are that there's going to be another opportunity for you out there in front of you. Or maybe for some of us, we do need to have the courage to just say, you know what, I am on the wrong road. And uh, the longer I stay on the wrong road, I always say the further I get from where I want to be. And so it's time to turn the thing around and, and head back any other way. So I would say regardless of what your situation is, I want to I want to challenge you to think about this idea of growing. We're going to talk about that these next few weeks, but I want to I want to kind of push you toward this mindset of growth. I think it is so big. We'll you'll hear this quote as we go forward. I've got my friend Mark Miller who's going to be with us and Mark always says your capacity to grow determines your capacity to lead. It's such a big idea. It, it, it's it's almost this uh, mindset of growing people or big people, if you want to think about it that way. Big people grow big people. Big people grow stuff. I've, I've never been around a person who was really growing, who I would look at and go, that's a big leader, and there wasn't stuff all around them growing. And yet what got them to a place where they were growing so much is that they were committed to growing. They understood, no matter their position, starting out in an organization, middle of their career, middle of the week, it didn't matter what, they were in charge of their commitment to growth and those practices and routines that they needed. Again, we'll do a whole episode on, on some things that we can do to grow when we're, when we're chasing greatness. But I want to I challenge you as you think about this mindset to, to say, I'm going to put on a hat every day that is what I've called the growth hat. I am going to be a person who wants to grow. And the best thing you can do if you're not in the position you want is to help your boss be successful. Some of you may want the position your boss has right now. I think the more you make the people around you, the people above you, the people you know, so-called below you in an organization, the more you can make the people around you successful, the more successful you're going to be. The thing you're going to have to do to do that is to grow yourself. And when you begin to commit to growth. It's so important. Now, before I let you go today, I want to I want to challenge you. We're going to talk about growth. We'll, we'll talk about that coming up. But I want to challenge you today to think about growth in a in a maybe a little bit of a different way. And it's this. I, I think there's there there's a danger when we're not in the spot we want to be to lose our heart. And I want to challenge you today to grow your heart to to above all else, as the Bible would say, guard your heart. Because if you're not careful, your heart can derail you. Your heart can get sideways. Your heart can be jealous. It can be bitter. It can be frustrated. It can be lonely. There's so many things that can happen at a heart level, and it can actually derail your career 
those relationships around you that are going to be very important for you as you move forward. So if you really want to uh, be tested at a heart level, just find yourself a job that is not the job you want. You get in that spot and then all of a sudden you're your, your heart will get tested. Am I going to have the right heart? It's one thing to show up every day, but am I really showing up and in charge when I'm not in charge? I think, I think we can do that. I, I know we can. I mean, I've watched it before. I've had to do it before. And I just want to challenge you to really make sure that when you show up every day, you're adding value to the people around you. You're doing everything you can to grow because the more we handle the, and and we're, the more we're faithful with the little stuff that we have now, what we perceive as little stuff, the more we can be trusted with big stuff later. And, and uh, all the great leaders I know, they've been really good along the way at handling whatever position and understanding that they live under authority. So I think, I think we got some great stuff here from Scott today to think about and learn about and, and to chew on. But I would just leave you with that. How's your heart today? Is your heart in the right place. If if you lose your heart, you lose your perspective, and all of a sudden you become toxic and, and you begin to talk, you know, ways you shouldn't, about people you shouldn't, uh, and, and you disengage. I mean, all those things are temptations here when we get into a spot where we feel like we're not in charge uh, in, in, in our current situation. So you are in charge. You're ridiculously in charge. You have the opportunity to show up with the right attitude every day, to commit to growth every day, to learn, to fill those gaps that you have that are going uh, to help you for what you want. I, in, in fact, I said to this leader the other day, I said, I said, make sure that you are training yourself for the job that you want, not the job that you have. And make sure you're ch- training yourself for the job that you want, not the job you have. Think about that for, for one second before we go here. It, it, most of us get training for the job we have, right? That's what our, our leaders are going to train us with. If I want another job. I need to make sure I'm ready for that job when I get there. And, and, I'll, and I'll leave you here with this picture. It's almost like when, um, when a woman is having a baby. I know it's going to sound like a weird analogy here, but, but what, when my, one of my daughters just had our grandson, he came four and a half weeks early. And so he really wasn't ready for life at that point. He, he, I mean, he's done great. He's almost six months old now and he's doing fantastic. But there's things he just wasn't prepared for. He had to have a little extra time. I think there's so much power when we understand. It's almost at times, even if we're in charge, there's times when it's almost like we should treat ourselves like we're in the womb. It's it's like we are really trying to grow all we can in that spot, preparing for what's next. And so I think there's there's a reason we stay in the womb for nine months as a baby. There's a reason maybe we're in the spot we are. We can learn so much in those roles and in those places. And I, I just want to challenge you right now. Be patient. There is something uh, ahead of you. Be ready for it. Be patient. Be ready. And then when it gets here, make sure that you're ready to just go get it and be great in that spot. And honestly, that won't even be about you when you get there. It'll be about helping the people around you be great. So that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to dive in uh, a conversation with our good friend Mark Miller. He's going to be with us, and we're going to spend some time together. And then the two weeks after that, we're going to talk about what we can do to be great. And then ultimately, I've got one little strategy that you can do that'll help you. So these next few weeks are going to be fantastic. I hope you'll continue to listen and help us spread the word to those that you love and lead. So let's go chase greatness.